0: Hey everyone, what's up? It's your girl Nakia, and welcome to the Fearless Kia podcast. Hey everyone, what's up? It's your girl Fearless Kia. Welcome to another Fearless Friday. So, quick life update for me um, I'm learning how to keep things close to my breast and trust. God's plan that he has for me I know that that is very vague but that's just where I'm at in my life right now and I'm just trying to stay still be quiet be centered with myself and trust God's plan for me so I hope that is something that resonates with you or you can understand as I'm continuously I'm updating you guys on my life journey each week on the podcast but to get into today's show this week's guest creates some of the most culturally compelling content to date as the production manager at bz network when she's not managing artists brands and live event activations she is working on her new event installation like minds dine and a cookbook exploring modern day women's journey which i'm sure we will unpack in today's discussion but hailing from the fifth world of new orleans welcome to the fearless kia podcast kristen Myers. hey 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 hey, hey.
1: that was such a cute intro I nakia I was like,
0: I, I, <laughs> you know when i did it like i was like look i need to make sure this when you
1: said hailing from the fifth ward that's only somebody who did their research i know i said like, i didn't
0: make sure like i went through instagram post okay yes i needed to make sure i got everything i love it everything so, I usually like to start out the conversation. First of all, I'm so happy you're able to join the podcast. I'm like so good friends. I'm so happy. You called me for it. Yes. So, I usually like to start out the podcast with what is your deepest fear?
1: Whew. Okay. I thought on this one, and it took me a while. It took me a while because, um you have all of these different fears, right? When you really think about it, because nobody's ever asked that question before. So when you sent the email, I'm like, my deepest fear, like, you know, you have fear of, Lord, please wake me up tomorrow, which is a deep fear. But when I really thought about it, my deepest fear is God taking his hands off of me. And what I mean by that is just if god ever decided to remove himself from my life like that's a very 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 deep fear for me Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah because without god i mean how are you even functioning day (laughs) to day okay no yeah so where does
0: that fear stem from have you been in a circumstance a situation before where you may have not been as um grounded in faith and you've seen that difference between having God's hands on you versus not?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I can, one story that I'll give you just the gist of it. Um, I was in a horrible car accident, Mm. horrible car accident. Like me, two of my friends in college, my car flipped like three times from the street onto somebody's front lawn We were just in the car, just tumbling, flipping. Some car just ran into me, was speeding up a neighborhood street. Mm. And by the time my car stopped, it had flipped over to the side, and it was on the passenger side. Then it flipped over to the four wheels again. And just neighborhood people just came in, like, pulled us out of the car, pulling Mm. us out of the car. And I look up, and the windshield of the other car was it was the like it was just com- the hood of the car I'm mm-hmm. sorry the hood was through the windshield and all I could think is that somebody's in that car did and so I'm just crying and I'm like just looking at the people around me trying to make sure my friends are okay I couldn't move mm-hmm. and at that moment I felt like I was so concerned about if somebody else was living and I didn't even stop and thank God, you know that He kept me. Mm-hmm. But when I think back on that, and by the way, the guys got out of the car and ran. So, wow, <laughs> that was that was crazy in itself. But just to think about, like, I could have been dead, and had I not had God in my life, have a I have a praying mother, mm-hmm. you know. So, just. I could have been dead. I could have been gone at that moment and I'm here. And so, just it, it just means so much when you know that you're covered. You know you're covered. Mm-hmm. So, now being that you come from
0: a family that you're very big on family and yeah. grounded on that, how has that impacted um, your perspective when it comes to fears in your life and overcoming them? How have you leaned on them and how have they played and impacted your life? And played a critical role in that.
1: Um, my fam, I love my family. First of all, shout out to the Myers family <laughs> in the fifth ward. <laughs> but man, they play they play such a huge role. So, like we, the way we support each other is unbelievable, and uh, it's it's just, it's like just a mental telepathy. Like if I'm feeling down, I think they know. Mm. you know so they start reaching out if if my one of my brothers or sisters if they're in a space where they just not feeling good about themselves or life is just getting the best of them like i can feel it my mother and my father same thing we can just feel it from each other and we it, it just says so much about the connection mm-hmm. that god has put in the synergy that he's put amongst us and um they just they are supportive of everything like the minute I wanted to leave Louisiana, got on a plane, packed a suitcase. One of my homeboys, he's like, hey, go shop for me in New York. Like, (laughs) this new Louboutin store just opened. He loves the Christian Louboutin shoes. And he's just like, just go meet the store reps there. Did it. I had graduated. I'm like, shit, I don't have nothing. Can I curse? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't have nothing to lose. Like. I quit my job in college. So I'm like, just give me a one-way ticket. Mm-hmm. I got you. I'll decide when I want to come back. And by the way, his name is Duke. Like, I just, because that's, he, I'm I'm saying these names because these are key people that help push my career forward. Mm. Um, came to shop for him. I'm like, just give me a one-way flight. And then my, this guy, Ruben, who is like a brother to me, very, very, very good friend. Family is like my family. He had just got drafted to the Giants. Mm. So, and another key person in my life. Look at God when he, he right. start putting people, right. Right. people right. in. Right, right, He Like, that's, that's my brother blood couldn't make us any closer. And he's like, oh, you can stay by me. Like, and nobody's here. Like, you know, I'm playing ball. So, I'm not, I'm hardly ever there. So, I'm like, all right, cool. So, I'll just kick it for a little while. Shop had a blast in New York. One of my other homeboys, Vernon, who I went to high school with, another key person, um, he was working at BET at the time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Come up to the 106 and Park studio, like, just come hang out, come see what we do. And I got dressed that morning as if I was going to an interview, just just being myself, like, just with the thought in mind, like, dress the way you want to be addressed, you know, right? So got dressed. Went up to the, um, went up to BET at the time it was on Fifty Seventh Street in uh the Five Two Four building. Went there, saw the One O Six in Park Studio. He took me around, like just kicking it, like right. having fun, just kind of just like, damn, this is BET, you know, right. this is what we watch on television. Got introduced to a few people. Next thing you know, they hired me on the spot as a production assistant. Not that it was promising, not that it was a salary job. It was just like, hey, we have a bunch of shows coming up. Stephen Hill needs a production assistant. Another person is Danielle Carrington. She was Stephen's executive assistant at the time. She's like, he needs somebody on his team. And it just kind of took off from there. Like I called my parents. I'm like, I'm not coming back to New Orleans. Mm. My dad is like, what? (laughs) My mom, she's the same. She's like what do you mean it's like not even a full-time job i'm like look i'm gonna just take a chance right i'm gonna take a chance i have somewhere to stay i have somewhere to lay my head some people i know that came to new york without without that you know and made it so from there that was in 2012 i've lived in new york i lived in miami i lived in la and now i'm back in new york so just the fact that I've been able to do all of that. I couldn't have done any of that without those people that I mentioned, and especially without my family. Right. You know, it was a time I was in L.A., and I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I'm checked out. Like, Mm -hmm. I went to L.A., I went for a job. The job fell through, literally, my first day on set. Mm. And I was at the time the person that got me in the door was Dion Harmon, another amazing person, key person in my life. Cause and she may not even know this, it's so hilarious, <laughs> but um, it was for Jesse Collins Entertainment. They were at one time um, bringing back a show, and you know they just had some some openings as a freelancer. So I'm like, let me take my chance. Went to LA. The project got shut down, happens in production all the time. But I'm like, I just uprooted my life (laughs) to move to
0: L.A. And that's a lot from New York to L.A. Yeah,
1: it is. It is. So I'm like, okay, like this can't be real. Cannot be real. I'm like, mom, I'm coming home. She's Mm. like, no, you're not. I couldn't even believe she said that because I'm her baby. You know, I'm like, I'm coming home. She would love for me to just... Come home, let's figure it out. She's like, No, you're not coming home. Like, I watched you work, I watched you grind for this, and Mm. I know that something's gonna happen. That's where you're supposed to be. Another person, Gabby, Gabby, she was working at Revolt at the time, and there was just this little window of opportunity. And she's like, Look, I don't know if it's gonna be something full time, but. We need somebody on the audience team for Revolt Live. And she was like, I mean, you already know what you're doing, so just come and see what happens. From there, that turned into a year and a half. Right. And so you stayed in L.A. I stayed. Yeah. Right. And then just going back to what you asked is like, how does my family support me? Just with my mom telling me, you're not coming back home. Mm. (laughs) I didn't have a plan. Like, I did not have a plan. And Gabby was intricate gabby and jasmine they had an apartment at the time and they're like stay here figure it out and then i had a bunch of friends from new orleans that was there like you know things just things just have god puts people on your path for a reason just mm, know mm. that just know that every 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 person is intricate in some kind of way yeah i had a question about how do you have the spirit of discernment
0: to know that people who are on your path and they're for you versus want something from you as you have continued to um, evolve in your
1: career. You know what? Everybody's not for you. Right. Everybody's not for you. Just, and you, you just gotta, you have to realize that and you have to know it. And I didn't. And it's funny that you said discernment because a lot of people say that about me. I guess I haven't claimed it on myself. I know it. I know it in my heart. Like, I have an uncle who, he he passed away recently, but when you talk about discernment and talk about God speaking through someone and using them, my Uncle Wilbur, that, mm. that man was, that was God's child, mm. you know? And he claimed that all my life. And, I mean, it's something that, it's not something I battle with, it's just not something that I had embraced at the time. So it was people that I thought was for me, Um, who wound up not being, you know, but as long as God has his hands on you and it goes back to my deepest fear, when God has his hands on you, you don't have to go and search for the wrongdoing from other people. You know, you don't have Mm. to go and search. Is this person talking about me? Does this person really like me? What's done in the dark will always come to the light. Facts. Know that. So that is something that I've had to sit with as well. It's like, and you pray, you pray and you ask God, show me who's for me, show me who is against me, remove those people from my life with no harm being done to them, but you just don't need them in your inner space. They don't need that as much accessibility, you
0: know, to you. That's one thing I feel like, you know, Oprah recently had uh, answered a question on Zilla who does the uh movie interviews for global grind and yeah. one of the um questions he asked her about it's like with all these people bringing up your name why haven't you kind of responded mm-hmm. or you know do you see yourself responding and she was saying that you can't you know fight dark dark with dark, dark. it's just negativity and right. what is that doing but she was like you know she stays in the light and i was just like yes like mm-hmm. if you continue like you said if you if you carry yourself with a certain light and a certain energy and a certain positivity those people who are negative are those people that are trying to strip or take from you mm-hmm. they're never going to get that close mm-hmm. to you or they're never going to mm-hmm. get to that spirit beca- to you because you're grounded in a certain level of a certain positive energy and a certain um overshadow
1: of god watching over you to make sure like nah we we not for, yeah yeah we're not for that and that goes back to like jay-z jay-z is my favorite rapper but like a song he had on it was uh dig a hole it's kind let those people dig a hole like they're gonna dig themselves into a hole let them let them and some people you can't throw a rope to you can't pull them out of that hole because they're doing it to themselves right and another thing you gotta realize is it's okay to let relationships go child (laughs) let them go speak on it let them go because if they're not supposed to be in your life you fighting for something that's not even supposed to be there so don't be afraid to let things go and it shows your it shows your growth mm. and when you talk about light there is a light <laughs> that i'm just seeing in myself you know i'm just seeing because and I, I know it has a lot to do with me sitting down and saying look god this is the first relationship that i want to take serious C- <laughs> come on get into it because <laughs> this is the first relationship I want to take serious before I can even put trust in anybody else before I can put love into anybody else before I can put energy into anybody else like I gotta get right with God and with getting right with God I'm getting right with myself mm-hmm. and I'm loving myself different like I'm exploring myself you know and and we've we've always you do this all the time but it's just a certain level of understanding that you start to have about yourself when you really start to submit yourself to God. Mm-hmm. You have to submit. You can't You can't be, and you know what? I'm saying you can't be, and it sounds like I'm accusing, but I've been there before, so it's also me just being transparent with my own life. I've always been one foot in, one foot out. I know how to pray. I've been taught that all my life. Like, right. I know how to go to God. I've always been taught that. I know I, how to i know i have faith but i'm also in an industry where it's so easy to just it's, it's so easy turn to left.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's, it's easy it's so easy and everything's so enticing it's like yo we going to this party Right. Such and such is going to be there. Right. You probably need to be there. Right. Probably some networking. You know, it's, it's a lot of things that bring it's it's that FOMO, too. Like, if oh, they are yeah. missing out, like, damn, oh, yeah. if I don't go, yeah. then maybe
0: I'm going to miss this opportunity yep. to meet this person. And then I could have... Yep. You know, but it's also one of those things of, like... I say this all the time. I said it on my Instagram. Sometimes you got to miss a turn-up or, or a glow-up. <laughs> a lifetime of glow-ups, too. Because, yes. you know, yes. it yes. may yes. be that one thing where you're like, damn, I really do wish I was there. But then something else mm-hmm. came because you decided mm-hmm. to take that time back and focus on what it is that was at hand, mm-hmm. and it paid you back tenfold for that experience, mm-hmm. you know? And
1: it's called discipline. <laughs> Lord! <laughs> it's called discipline. Like, when you make a commitment, you have to be disciplined. And it's just, it's kind of like when you wave candy in a child's face. like, of course they want it, but do they need it? You know, right. like... It's fun things happening all the time. Like, it's always a lit party going on. Like, it's always a flight that you want to jump on and be like, I'm out. But do you need to do it? You know, and that's what you have to start asking yourself. Like, even people, do I need to be around these people? And that's where I am in my life right now. It's just kind of weeding out the people that's needed and the people that are just around just to be around. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm tired of empty relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's pointless for me. Yeah. For where I'm trying to go next in my career, like, I got a lot lined up. It's pointless to have dead weight.
0: And it's more important to have peace than to have someone's presence. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And
1: and that's really where you have to weigh those
0: things. I, like... Y'all know me, every year I don't drink for six months, the first six months of the year. i will here for it. <laughs> but i are you practicing that discipline. That's, that goes back to discipline, and mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you. You know, that's one of the ways in which I practice discipline. But how do you practice discipline in your life in order to, you know, allow that to seep into other avenues?
1: hmm So in your discipline day-to-day? for me, for the last four years, I've done the Daniel Fast. And um, I do it at the beginning of the year. I do it for 21 days. It's a very, look it up. It's a, it's a very challenging, challenging fast. Like, it's tough. And it's something that is also very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And during that fast, like, I can't do the things that I'm accustomed to. And it's because, like, you have to deprive yourself of the things that you enjoy. So, was fun to me for those twenty one days. I gotta let, <laughs> I gotta let it go.
0: <laughs> Yo, I'm um, the. You don't understand cause when you saying that. I'm sitting here thinking it's so funny. I was in a group chat the other day, and I was telling my um homegirls they had sent me something that happened with Safari recently or whatever. <laughs> We just going to leave that there. Something, happened, something just happened with him recently. And I was like, oh, I live vicariously through this whatever. And they're always talking about, like, Can you go on these disciplined things or you go on these, like, long periods. Mm-hmm. But to your point, going back to your point, it's just like, you know what? Is it hard? Yes. But I just know that I want more. I've been through what mm-hmm. that instant gratification looks like. Mm-hmm. I've been through what that, you know, enjoyable for the moment looks yeah. like. Yeah. And that, you know you remember moments you're like oh that was a fun time but things that are like long lasting memories are experiences that really have shocked you to the core right Mm -hmm. and that's the type of like i want to have an experience that's like brings out the best of me and vice versa where it's like this is something that we can continue to build off of versus like this was cute right nice Right. (laughs) right and right. maybe i want like right. you know right right again but that's not going to help me for the direction and where i want to go in the direction i feel like god sees me and i think a lot of people on this earth we get to that place where it's like i have this plan for you now whether you listen to it or not mm-hmm. that's up to you so mm-hmm. a lot of people don't ever live out their purpose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they're not listening to god
1: right and i right. think there's certain
0: avenues in my life where i need to be like girl you are not in control just
1: let him Guide you yeah it's t- and see and that's the first thing is that when you can realize like i'm trying to control a situation that i prayed on so is it you're gonna do one or the other you gonna control it and not pray about it or you gonna let him take the will and you just submit yourself right mm-hmm. so and that was tough for me because i just want to be in control of everything like i just need to know what's going on i need to be able to place my hand on it and that that was also challenging during my fast it's like yeah <laughs> i'm not in control like yeah. i am not in control i'm letting god control this and then on the flip it shows you how much control you really do have yep because god gives you choice right mm-hmm. like he'll put something there and it's for you to choose or not choose. And either way, you're choosing because you can choose to do something and you can choose to not do something. Mm-hmm. And I think that once you start, you have to you have to realize, like, your strength and choice because we make a lot of bad choices. Mm-hmm. I've made a lot of bad choices. I know I have. <laughs> in that. my life. I've made a lot of bad choices. And as I grow and I realize – I don't want to go back there. Right, like, you know, it's certain things that it was fun and it was an experience. I don't regret any of it. Right, because it's all taught me something.
0: But I don't need to keep reliving the same lesson Hell either. No. You know what I'm saying? Hell
1: no, no. Nah. It's like no for what? We not gonna do this. for what? Mm-mm. For what? You don't want to keep re like it, it's insanity, right? To keep repeating the same thing and you know you get no good results from it. Chow. <laughs>
0: And yet, and hence, <laughs> we still do it anyway. And it's just like, at some point, you had to be like, and you, girl, don't you get tired of the same? <laughs> like, it hasn't changed. You know what's going to happen, but it's going to happen again, and you're going to do the same thing. And when I watch other people do it now, so that's another thing, being that self-discipline and being self-aware of yourself, and what makes you tick, what mm-hmm. doesn't, your triggers, all those different things. Mm-hmm. Now when I see it happen to other people, even though i'm as, i'm frustrated cuz i'm like girl why you keep dealing with this but i'm also like you were just that girl right just right around. and look look how, right. look how long it took you to get up out of that yeah. look how long it took you yeah. to grow from that so you know it's it's
1: a process it is not easy people and that's the thing you got to see yourself and other people too cuz we're so quick to just down people and talk about them and but you you don't know somebody's life. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what got them to that point. And maybe your situation is not always the the same situation that they're in, but you've been through something just like they've been through something. Right. And there's certain things that I don't agree with. Like, I'm saying this, but it's not like I'm just out here walking like um, Mary, like a saint. You know, I'm, I'm not doing that, but I'm very self-aware. Like, I'm more self-aware than anything. And I just try to be a good person. I try to be a good person to people because I want good to come back into my life. And you just be a good person because it's just the right thing to do. Right. Like it's just How has um you are vegan? Mm -hmm. So how Well, I dip back into the seafood. Every now (laughs) every now and then I'm vegetarian. I you know what? I'm plant based. Okay. I'm plant based. I don't like to say I'm vegan. Okay. I do, I do explore a lot of vegan options. However, I'm from New Orleans. Okay. I love crawfish. That's true. I love blue crabs. I love shrimp. Like it's just certain things that I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let it go. But I'm not, I'm not so hard on myself that I'm like, oh my god, if you eat this, it's this the right. end of the world. Right. But I do, I'm very particular of where I eat from. When I'm eating it, if I don't just eat fish, like, from anywhere. Right. It has to be a great restaurant. One, it has to be a clean restaurant. It has to be a restaurant that gets fresh fish. Right. So certain things, even though I want to cut out the seafood at some point, mm-hmm. so, <sighs> when I go to New Orleans <laughs> I, and I go to Cajuns, you know, it's just like. <laughs> so how
0: has that, just even just how you express, like, oh, I can't have, you know, uh, certain fish from certain places. How has practicing that lifestyle transitioned to has how has that impacted your personal like day to day daily routine and your lifestyle as far as like overall as an individual? Because now you have a certain level of awareness that you're like this. I know I can do this. Mm-hmm, I can do. Mm-hmm. I have some room here. How is mm-hmm. that like transferred over into how you make other decisions in your life? It goes back to,
1: it goes back to discipline for me, and it goes back to choice. Like I chose health. I've seen what eating certain things has done to people in my family. Like mm. it took lives. Like you know, so one, I chose to be healthy, and I grew up. My parents always had us in sports. You know, so but even when I ran track. I knew I was going to run it off. Like I could eat five bags of hot Cheetos if I wanted to. Right. And a hot pickle and go get on a track and still run a 57 in the 400. Like mm-hmm. I already knew cause that was my everyday thing. Right. But just because I was working out didn't mean that I was healthy. Mm. So, but, and then growing up in the South, we eat pff, everything. <laughs> but, I mean, and it's, it's, it's really tough to be a vegan in New Orleans. It's gotten a lot better because there are a lot more options now. But it's choice. Like, I chose health. I chose to watch what I put into my body. I started reading a lot about eating animals. I started reading a lot about dairy. Mm-hmm. I started reading a lot about how to pick your food. Like, getting fresh fruit, getting fresh vegetables and cooking them and not buying frozen things and you know the pesticides like Mm. it's so it's so many oh it's so many bad elements it's so many bad elements and I I don't I don't like to feel like I'm criticizing people because I've I've been there right I've been there but I just want to encourage change so and I and I want to impact change in whoever I can touch with my food journey. And I grew up in a family that we didn't just eat out all the time. Like, if my mom was making fried pork chops, we
0: (laughs) we eat fried pork chops.
1: But I guarantee you that there was a salad to go with it. So I've always had, you know, a healthy meal in some sort of way, or a healthy dish, rather. Mm -hmm. And it was just one day I'm like, I don't want any red meat anymore. That's going to be my New Year's resolution. So you never had, like, a
0: health scare or any, like, anything like no. that
1: that prompted you? No, never okay. had a health scare that prompted me. It's, it's more of the health scares that other people had mm. that I'm like, look, I'm not repeating this cycle. Like, right. And it is possible to be, one, a black woman and be healthy. Two, a black woman from New Orleans to and be self-aware and be healthy like it's all it's possible and some people take it as like a facade or you know they think it's just like the end thing to do right now and that all may be true like i mean the word vegan is just like the cool thing to be right but (laughs) when you when you really when you really consider what's going into your body like you start to rethink a lot of things in your life.
0: Yo, you think about uh I think it was Saul Williams, he did an uh, interview about what he puts in his body and, and what he consumes and how that affects like how that has an overall impact. And he was like, and I'm not just talking about food. I'm talking about TV. I'm talking about Oh movie. yeah, I'm and I'm going to even
1: things. take like ju- I mean to just be a little explicit like even the penis that you put into your body. Girl. Like it's a soul tie. It's you know, you know what, know what I'm I mean, saying? Souls are being snatched <laughs> right now. Yeah, like every everything that's going into your body is like your and and this goes back to your body being a temple. And cleanliness is next to godliness. So when you think cleanse, like you got to cleanse yourself of so many things. You got to cleanse yourself of the kind of conversations you're around you got to cleanse yourself of the things you see the things you watch like you said Mm -hmm. i mean i do watch a little ratchet tv (laughs) we all have our type of self-care i'm very very self-aware like i'm self-aware and i can i can admit like i can admit when i feel like i'm doing something wrong or doing things that i probably shouldn't be doing and i'm not scared to share it with people either like i'm not just out here like That's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that. No, but I'm going to tell you what I think, how I've changed, how I've seen it affect my life. Right. And it's helped me even with decision-making. Like, I wake up earlier in the morning because my body is just – my body wakes up. It wakes itself up Mm. most of the time. And I don't feel heavy anymore. I'm not carrying around weight that I just don't need. Like, I'm not, and and I don't want to necessarily, like, I know people think of, like, vegans and you think of animal huggers and, you know, but me and my dad go back and forth, me and my sister too. Like, it's funny because my dad is like, God blessed everything for you to eat it, <laughs> which <laughs> which may be true. like, But it's a challenge. It's really a chat, Y'all, it's not easy. It is not easy because certain places don't even have options. And my big thing, which leads into what Like Minds Dine is about, is that I will go to all of these industry parties, right? And we go and there's food laid out for every person in the party. There's chicken, there's seafood, shish kebabs, there's mini burgers, there's like fries, there's everything. But for me, there's just a... Maybe a salad, maybe a couple crackers. You want some tuna tartar? Yeah, like that's no. About all you want <laughs> get, I want a <laughs> full spread, like everybody. else. like, I want to <laughs> leave and feel like I, I, I'm full. But there's there, I haven't been to many industry parties where there's options like that for me. So that's another reason that I, uh, I mean, and it's one of the main reasons that sparked like mine's dying. And Like Minds Dine is not just about eating. It's just about dining in every level of your life. Like Mm. and in and it also comes from just that living room feeling. Like all of my friends know like my parents' house is like the living room right everybody comes there we all chill we talk like these conversations turn into three hour- long conversations we like now nah, we're not even going to the club no more because we tired from talking we just gonna chill so it can, it, it stems from that too just wanting to create a comfortable a, a comfortable space for like-minded people mm-hmm. and it's it's about building and it's about connecting people and when I think about, the fight that and the struggle that i experienced just being from new orleans not having certain connections in the industry like not being able to just walk the streets of new york and get a text and be like oh come to this so-and-so party like you good at the door like i didn't have all of those connections when i started i mean I, i did have strong connections and relationships but it wasn't just it didn't just happen like that for me right and For I I love the struggle. I love the struggle, but that doesn't mean that I want to push the struggle on every young person that's coming up under me. Right. You know, and it's like that intern mentality. Like, yes, I was it. I've interned and I've interned without pay. Sometimes I intern for thirteen and fourteen hours and probably shouldn't have been working that long. I mean, it's illegal. I won't name the company. (laughs) (laughs) It's illegal. But I'm not gonna do that to. The young kids that's coming up under me. And it's about being like-minded in that aspect too. Like, yeah, we want to make them realize that this shit is not easy for any of us. Like, it's not easy. We worked for it. Like, you're not just going to walk in here and be the CEO. It just doesn't happen that way. However, my relationships are open and my phone book is open to you if you're willing to put the work in behind it.
0: I'm looking forward to it coming to New York. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Um, even you even talking about uh, Like Minds, Don, it's like, yeah, that could be like, it could be so much bigger than a oh, dinosaur. Yeah. But I was just saying like, <laughs> oh my God, Kirsten, let's talk off. Right. Like, let's talk right. right, <laughs> off I can't. did
1: the first installation in New Orleans and it was amazing to see like in the middle of Bayou Classic, in the middle of like it being Thanksgiving, just to see how many people came out and supported it. It was just, it was amazing. It was beautiful. And even with that, y'all, this is just one quick story. I, I work on million dollar budgets, right? I have to work within, um, can't name the company again, but I work on some really big budgets and I'm used to having money which is not my personal money, but I'm used to being able to navigate through money and see where to spend. And I'm used to being able to reach out to a vendor and, you know, build this relationship to make sure that I'm putting it back into the company. And and I start to realize, like, I'm doing all of this hard work Mm -hmm. for somebody else. Like, I'm not even waking up and dedicating it to my own brand, you know, to my own company. So with that in mind, it was like, For Like Minds Dying, I'm like, I need the right sponsorship. Like, I need the right budget for it. And it's because I'm so used to doing what I do for another company, right? And that was like, I was doubting myself a lot. Like, I was doubting myself. I feel like I didn't have everything I needed to get it done. I feel like, whoa, the step and repeats that I'm used to seeing looks like this. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to just have this basic. And then the lighting is like this. I don't want to, you know, so it was a lot of back and forth and i almost said i'm not doing this but mm. my friend shay who is also from new orleans and she lives in la we were in vegas together working on a show and she's just like you're doing it let's do it yeah and something in me just said take the money out of your savings account and invest it into yourself like and i wasn't i wasn't getting any money back from this but i had to take a risk Right. And what, what like, take a risk on who? Like, it's worth taking the risk on myself because now I have this product that I can now push out yep. to other brands and say, hey, look what I did with this amount of money. Pretty much, you know, compared to what I'm used to for other companies, I did it with pretty much little to nothing. Mm-hmm. But with the support of, a, you know, a lot of other people and just really putting my all into my project. Yep. we put it together in two weeks, mm. and the shit was dope. Yep. Like it came out really. Girl, good. I was living vicariously
0: <laughs> through the Instagram <laughs>
1: stories. It was fun. So yeah, a lot more is coming from that, and then that turned into me, which Nakia has pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed y'all for a cookbook. Y'all, so, y'all. and it's not just the normal cookbook. Like it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some stories in there just. About my everyday experiences, like stuff with my friends and stuff we go through dating, just everything. It's gonna be everything, but there's gonna be some meals that you can enjoy. You can cook. Let me tell y'all,
0: <laughs> food be bomb. <laughs> it's
1: like I can't make this if
0: you tell me like to go get this from the store. It's not gonna be the same without like, Kristen. I need your like instructions and your ingredients. Like, you don't understand. Every time I go to Kristen's apartment. <laughs> Like the food is so bomb, and she's like, "Oh, you know, that's not even meat." You know, not even. I'm like, "Wait, what? Like, what did you use? How can I make this?" Like for certain people, crazy thing, you know, I I saw that like video that went viral about walking in the spirit of a wife or wifey or whatever, and I was sitting here like, "Okay, there's some ridiculous. There, there's some. There's some truth to it. There's some ridiculousness gotcha. to it." But one of the things that I was like girl are you cooking a meal for yourself <laughs> every night before you can sit here and be looking right, for a man right to, to cook right, a meal for right like can you cook people be lazy like do you be doing the things that you would want to do for somebody else for yourself on a daily right. basis consistently and that's one of the things i'm gonna be honest, y'all i'm working on it cooking a meal for myself yeah i go to the grocery store every thursday that um that is the week before the day before we get paid i go that week because i'm like if i don't go this day that money is gone, but
1: you know everybody's not into cooking. Like everybody's not, and cooking isn't for everybody. That I is under- true. I understand but, that. I understand that. But it is
0: something <laughs> about there is something, there is something about having a skill to be like when in doubt, you never know. Like you could be here today, on tomorrow, or you could live on a certain budget one day that you right. can eat out every day and then you in a budget where yeah. that all could be gone. Yeah. And if you want to make PB&Js every day, don't get me wrong. It's, girl, that is, <laughs> <laughs> if that's in your budget, that's cool. But if you can find ways to, like, eat meals for, like, you and your lifestyle and what makes sense to you on a dime, mm-hmm. on a certain, like, mm-hmm. budget that's healthy, particularly for black women, you know, we have Absolutely. so many genetically health <laughs> issues already um th- those are things that are just like it can only help you it can't mm-hmm. hurt you to have it you mm-hmm. know not saying that you gotta do it every day if you can't you can't i get it but i think having those personal stories like you said and, and adds to that journey and that story right, that if someone right. is going down a path where like okay hypothetically i'm going through a breakup girl and i'm just going to sit here and eat, eat my life away i'm just right. saying. like if that was a scenario yeah. like
1: Let's turn this around. Like, I can give like, some good things
0: to get yeah. your life
1: away. Let's with. turn this around. Yeah. Like,
0: okay, how is that going to affect how you move every day, mm-hmm. right? Do you mm-hmm. get up sluggish? Do you get up with an energy of, you know what, this is taking day by day, but I know that I'm take, at least putting in, I'm fueling myself with the right ingredients or the right nutrients in order to best perform my daily duties that right. God has put me on this earth to do. Right. Like, I felt so, I did that last week. I felt so bad about it. Like, every time <laughs> I ate, I felt guilty about it. And it wasn't that, it's nothing wrong with, like, in, like indulging yourself in food. I'm not the person to be like, don't eat this or that. Eat what you want to eat if that's your prerogative. Absolutely. However, me personally having a health scare and going through major surgery, I know better. So mm-hmm. when you know better, you should be doing better. Right. And I think it's one of those things, too. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that knowledge, but a lot of people don't have the story behind it right too and i think that's what your cookbook is going to bring to it and
1: that's what i want to provide just like real life stories like it's not just giving you well use one third cups of this and use no i want you to know like okay i didn't know how to do any of this in the beginning and i didn't know how to cook i knew how to make some breakfast like toast bread scramble some eggs grits out that was my specialty but I grew up, and my mom and my grandmother, they cooked pretty much every other day. So I never had to cook. It wasn't until Same. I was on my own, and I realized my mom and my grandmother don't live with me, so I'm going to have to figure out like how to make a meal. And in the beginning, my shit was not coming out <laughs> that good. Everything wasn't amazing. But you work at it. You work at it just like anything else. And I actually just enjoy cooking. Like and then the more aware you become of certain foods that you buy, just be very careful of what you Use going that rule of
0: thumb body. when you're here dating.
1: <laughs> For real. <laughs> right. And it For goes real. to that. it goes to dating <laughs> too. too. It goes to that. Just be aware of what you want and like don't be scared to tell I, oh. Girl, if you can't
0: read what he's it, if, it's, if it's gray or mixed signals, that is a signal. It, it means you don't need them ingredients. Right. You yeah. need to be able to know clearly right. this, 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 this right. about this individual. And even right. that sometimes. Girl. <laughs> <Even> <laughs> Y'all should see that. see how hard she rolled her eyes just now. <laughs> and even that sometimes. Y'all, I, oh, I get it. it. I get it. it. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, yeah. you know. That's
1: real. I dated somebody in college who. In the beginning I thought I wanted to be a publicist. Like I was going to school for PR and at the time he's just like, All publicists are hoes. And I'm just like, what? what? Like what does that even mean? I wanted to move to New York. He was like, Why would you leave Louisiana and you don't even know it was just he was like basically he was a hater, to be honest with you. But it was nothing about him that was helping to build me up. Nothing about it. But I still wanted him. Like, I still wanted him. But you know, it says a lot about you and the type of self love you have for yourself because just like the people that you choose for yourself. Yeah.
0: It's a reflection of you and where you are at. And that's so, that's why I have not really. Gone back on the market. Like, I'm open. I'm like, yeah, I'm open and I'm vulnerable today. And I like said this in the beginning of 2018. It's still the beginning of 2018, but like, I was like, I'm open and vulnerable going back on the market. But like, at the same time, I'm still working on some things on myself. And right. I'm realizing that right. I'm so self-aware about it that it's like, I don't even have the energy to get to this right mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. And no, being self-aware about that, I can, just, I can even say that. And There's a lot of nice guys. Oh, you're nice. But I just can't give the energy or time to it. Whereas I've given so much of my energy and time that I can't get back to people who did not deserve it. Right? Like, right. did not deserve it. So now I'm at a point where it's like, you got to be like, you got to come all the way correct and it got to be on some perfect, not perfect, but the right alignment and timing for us to like sync up. In and the then way another
1: thing is you got to be all the way right too. Right. Like you can't, like we Both. can't just expect these things from men and you not even right. Like Agreed. you want somebody to have this extensive bank account and you want somebody to have this job that's so lit. Like you want all of these things and you not even that person. Yeah, Like, and, and that is that annoys me as well. Like it's annoying because I guess like I'm, I'm learning myself so why? much in a different way that I expected so much in a relationship. And it's like, Kristen, you not even, you not even there yet. Yeah. Like how are you making all of these demands and you got all of these requirements and you got to get there first. And that's why I had to sit with myself and just kind of, be like, are you really, really ready to be in a marriage? Yeah, because you gotta see that person every yeah, day. Yeah, roll
0: over to them every yeah. day. And let me tell you about the bed piece of singleness right now. Hello, girl. This and that's in power of what you were talking about earlier about like you know penises and being injected and take taking up that soul. You're 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 taking in spirits. Mm-hmm. One of the things that one of my good girlfriends, Marissa, told me. You know, she was saying that. Like, having people in your space, you are, like, every time that that person is in your bed or in your space, that is energy. That's energy. And stuff that is, and I'm like. Absolutely is. I've never felt bed peace the way way that I feel it right now Mm -hmm. by, like making sure that i'm like nope no one is entering my space mm-hmm. like i made it a point you're not entering my space it's been going on like a year and some right now but it's right. like i mean outside of my podcasters um <laughs> no one is you. really entering no no men are really entering my space let me mm-hmm. be specific like female friends of course but like no men are really entering my space because i'm like i, I can't afford that i need to get my energy right mm-hmm. i don't need none of what you bringing over here mm-hmm. to
1: you know, Even with female friends, too. Like, it's just just humans in general. Like, right. just people in general. People that are in your space and their energy is not right. Like, you got to cut it. Like, you have to cut expect If, if you're at a, a stage in your life where you're trying to get right, you're trying to get right with God, you're trying to get right with your belief and your spirit and your energy, and things will come and deter you away from that. And guess what? The enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy, and that's like, and it sounds cliche, but it's so real, and it comes in very,
0: very a lot of forms and fashions. It's like
1: wolves come in sheep's clothing Mm -hmm. all the time. Like I've I've had to find a lot. I found a lot of wolves in my life, and I've cut off some some very meaningful friendships. But I'm 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 so much more important than the dead weight in my life right now. Like, and I know, I know what God is doing because I'm, I'm in relationship with him right now. Yeah, And right now that's the most important relationship that I'm in. And in order for me to open myself again to anybody, I just, I gotta be filled up. I gotta be filled up with the spirit of God. I gotta be filled up with where I'm going in my life. Like I have to align things. Like I have, Javon LG, who I'm managing right now, like, that's one of my biggest projects. I have Like Minds Dying. That's another one of my biggest projects. And then, you know, I'm just trying to align myself with my career. Right. So, and God is number one. Like, he's number one. And when when I get there, I told him, hold my heart until you're ready. Mm. Like, hold it until you know that you're ready for me to now give it to somebody and share it. And share it with somebody. Not even give it, but share it because everybody's not worthy. Everybody's not worthy of that. Yeah. And I wanted to. You gotta be on the same page. We gotta. We gotta be in sync. Like, and I'm knowing like, okay, my standards may have been up here. Not that I'm lowering them. However, I am examining myself
0: to make sure that they may match the standard that you want. Right. Yeah. So now that you Know that your fear is, you know, God not having His hands on you, and you now have a very close relationship with Him. In regards to like where you're at right now in your personal career, you said you're aligning, um, with managing an artist, uh, Javon, LG, LG uh-huh. um, as well as like Minds Dine. As far as being at um, BT Networks, mm-hmm. how do you do? You feel that there are shifts happening in your life right now, um, where you're continuing to to walk in your purpose or do you feel that there are other things that you want to see come to fruition and make you not make you, but would fulfill you to be truly happy?
1: Um, you know what? I'm being fulfilled right now okay. with just with knowing where I am in, in the present moment mm-hmm. because I've always wanted more. I always felt like I wasn't doing enough, but when I stopped and I just said, look, this is how far I've came. Amen. Like, I'm a, a little girl from the fifth war you know of new orleans and i say it all the time like i lived in a very very rough neighborhood you know i've girls that i know some are in jail some are dead like some and children are amazing and wonderful it's just not something that I saw myself doing at a young age. Right. And my parents tried their damnedest to make sure that that didn't, you know, that didn't happen. And not saying, I'm in no way saying that that's a problem or anything. It's just for my life, like, look where I am in my career. That mm. wouldn't have been fair to bring a child into this world right. and not be able to commit myself. Like, you know, that's, mm. and, and I want to be there wholly for right. my child. Like, it's not fair to just be one foot in and one foot out. Mm-hmm. So, just, I'm just comfortable with where I am. Like, I, f- I feel so blessed. I feel fulfilled now. And I feel like I was able to pinpoint where everything is in the space that I'm in right now. And what I mean by that is, LG, that's a huge project that I'm taking on. But, but I know that I'm ready for it. Right. We we both know that, okay, it's time like this is the time right and just god gave me that like that that's a part of my purpose right is to touch and impact somebody else's life based mm. on everything that i've built and done for myself like now i'm at a point where i can reach back out and say hey this is the artist that i'm managing want to get him here we could get him on this tour like we can get him to radio you know i'm there now where i can grind and put it into somebody else right you know just with my book and it's it's not a it's not something that I'm just talking about. Like I I walk this I live this. Right. Like you know I health is not just a play thing for me. And you know I want to see other women, especially women of color. I want to see them succeed in it. Right. So I'm gonna absolutely share my stories. Right. And I know that that's a part of my purpose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even with the things that I've done at BET with the team of people that I used to work with. Right. We we built something that's BET music and we put so much into it and we did great and is endless projects that we worked on and beautiful content that we were able to produce and just compelling stories that we were able to tell. And we did that as a team. Like it was a purpose for all of that because we all came out of there as I want to say as babies and we left as adults mm. We left with growth, like we we left with skill, you know. So, and I'm saying left mm-hmm. <laughs> because some of them aren't there anymore. But yeah, my my I'm living in my purpose right now. I'm living it, and I'm I'm so sure of it.
0: So, what has growth? What does growth look like for you? If you could look back at Kristen five years ago, what are the maybe? Oh. <laughs> What are maybe three things that, if you could tell yourself at that time that you wish you would have known, like what would you tell that person? Because you've already grown, you already outgrown that. Growth
1: for me is anger. Mm. And that's something that I don't really share with people, but I was pretty angry when I think about it. (laughs) As like, you know, a teenager, like in my early 20s, yeah, I was angry at a lot of things. Like, I was, and I, I'm not going to go into all of them, but I was angry and I was like, uh, you know, my, my cousin used to call me a live wire. <laughs> and he's just like, don't play with that one. Like, you know, I, I fought and all kind of stuff. But I'm at a space now where you can't get that from me. Right. Like, I'm not giving that to you. I'm not going to let you pull me back into that space because I know what anger brings. Mm. Like, anger creates so much negativity around you, even when you don't notice it. And until you can pinpoint where that anger is coming from and you can address it and you can deal with it, you can't move on. Right. But you can't be scared to address it. And you can't be scared to, to say, like, okay, I have an anger issue. For a long time, I didn't know. I didn't know that I had an anger problem. Like I thought I was just like, "This is me. This is who I am. You're gonna deal with it or not." But no, nobody has to deal with me. I had to deal with myself Mm. first. I had to work on Kristen. I had to work on not being so angry, not letting things tick me off, like not always having to have the last word, not always having to say something and having a rebuttal. You know, I had to work on those things. And I'm at a space now where you can't take me back to that. Like, Mm. I'm not giving that energy to anybody. Mm. To anybody. I have moments now. Don't get it twisted. I have moments where it's like, bitch, (laughs) (laughs) you don't know what I came from. But you got to show God's grace, yes, yes. like, God. honey. Come on, Come on. I'm not, this is not, and I'm cursing and then talking to God. Hey, y'all, this just shows no, y'all that this
0: is, it's the work in progress. <laughs> this,
1: this is definitely
0: a work in progress. So, I want to close out the episode. Um, what is one uh, important kind of takeaway that you've learned in your personal and
1: professional pursuit of happiness um in my personal pursuit of happiness i've learned to love me yes. and to to pick me first to work on me because what if you if you're not right with yourself you can't really do right by other people mm-hmm. so that's one thing i've learned in my personal life in my professional career I learned to not take things personal. Mm. Business is business. yeah, And and you have to deal with it that way. You know, you're going to meet a lot of people on this journey. You're going to build a lot of authentic, genuine relationships and cherish those. But there are a lot of people that you're going to meet that are just out to get what they're here to get. And then and they'll wash their hands with you after that but you can't take it personal. Like, this is this is the industry. It's a dog-eat-dog dog world, you yeah. know? And as long as you're right, don't take things personal. Work on yourself. Deal with you. Like, everything will align the way it's supposed to. Come on,
0: Kristen with the gems. <laughs> yes. Well, I usually like to close off the episode oh. with, like, a quote, and so I'm going to go to the scripture, honey, because oh, you hey, he was girl. giving me scripture on the episode. But... <laughs> Get Isaiah 41 <laughs> 13, from the scripture it says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Hmm. Keep them hands on keep them hands on you. Hello. Well, we were talking about your fear earlier.
1: Hello. That's real. Real. That's real. Thank you for
0: that, sis. Just in case y'all need to pick up a Bible, you know. The best book that was ever made now. Pick it up. You know, there are interpretations, but still. Pick it up. The best book that's ever
1: made. Seek the wisdom. Yes.
0: Well, it I was a pleasure you. having you. I'm Kristen. so happy. I'm that so I was happy. Able to come. Yes. I'm so happy you were able to come. <laughs> Everyone, I hope our conversation has just helped you have a great Fearless Friday. Yes. Um wishing you all guys love, light, and many a blessings. It's your girl Fearless Kit, and we out.
1: Bye-bye.